Welcome back to Love, Serve, Live, the Faith in Line show. I'm thrilled to have you join me once again, and I'm thrilled to be recording once again. Uh, today, uh, we have episode two, and our topic is hope, which is something that's been weighing on my mind and heart for a while now. It's something that I feel I should speak on uh, because of because of that. Um, I feel like it has a lot to do with regret uh, in the opposite way, um, which is interesting in the sense that there's a two-way street when you think about kind of your life, you know, where, where, where you are, where you came from, where you're going and you know, how all that weaves in together. Um, but the first point that I wanted to bring up was that hope is what gives us a future, no matter what we're experiencing in our present. So it's easy to kind of get clouded with your present situation, whether it's good or bad. Um, the routine that you kind of have adopted, uh, the things that you do with, you know, the people that you do them with, um, none of that's bad. None of that's bad. It's good to stay in that routine, um, and it's good to have that to look forward to every morning you wake up, you know, because you know it's what's going to come, and that kind of brings some comfortability, uh, at least for me, um, it, it does, knowing, you know, how my day is going to be spent, you know, who I'm going to see and stuff like that. Um, but it also kind of clouds us and distracts us from our future and what's to come. And, you know, like I said in the last episode, it's good to stay in the moment um, and not look too far in the future and like what's coming next, you know, what's the next thing that I have to do. Uh, but reminding yourself that like no matter what's happening right now, what you're experiencing, what you're going through, it'll get better. Uh, it, it, it will get better, not because... I'm saying so, but because it will, because we have a hope in God, we have a hope in our future, knowing that we've already been saved by his grace through our faith and that the storm passes. Um, I always think about the story of uh, Jesus on the boat with his disciples and um, there's a huge storm, huge, huge, crazy storm. And his disciples were were worried. They were scared. They thought, oh, well, this is where we're going to die. You know, this is it, you know. Um, and they, they ran and they woke Jesus up and they said, Jesus, please help us. And, um, you know, Jesus didn't get mad, but he's like, you know, how come you guys have no faith? And, uh, you know, reached his hand out, told the storm to stop, told the storm to settle and it settled. And the sun came back out and it was like nothing had happened. Um, whatever storm you're going through right now, Jesus can do that for you. And I strongly encourage you, even if you don't maybe feel like it in the moment to, reach out to him. He wants to have that relationship with you. He wants to be in community with you. There's nothing he wants more than to just talk to you, you know, take five, 10 minutes out of your day to have a conversation with him, pray, uh, read the Bible. Um, whatever you feel necessary in that moment, he, he wants that. And, um, it's likely doing that. You might find it. You, you feel better about whatever you're thinking about or whatever you're stressing about. Um, but hope is that certainty that things will get better, even if they are bad. My second point is that uh, hope is what we can rely on, knowing that it can and will get better, which I already pretty much touched on. But understanding that, again, whatever you're going through, it's not going to last. I think it's easy for us in today's age especially to you know, look at everyone else's lives and how great they're doing, how how 
much love they're experiencing, how much fun they're having, um, all the places they're going, all the people they're meeting. That's all great. You know, that's that's awesome. Life is about making those connections and having those experiences with those people that you've made connections with. But social media has completely destroyed the way that we perceive who we are, how we're living, to who other people are and how they're living. Um, I think social media is great. And I think there are certain things about it that can be utilized. But I also think that it can be a detriment to your mental health if you let it be. If you look at a certain post or a story that someone puts out there about how awesome things are going, um, that's awesome. You know, reach out to them. Hey, how, how was that? That's awesome to hear. You know, I'm really happy you're, uh, you know, feeling good. You had that experience. Um, but just understand that everyone's fighting their own battles. Everyone's fighting something. Um, and it's not your job to necessarily know that unless that person wants to share that with you, um, which is, you know, a tangent for another day. But my point is that, you know, nothing is perfect. So what we can rely on and know is that there is hope. And in understanding that, we know that even when things are bad, especially when things are bad, hope is there for us because we have been saved by God's grace through our faith. My third point is that hope is what we have regardless of who we are, where we are, what we do, or anything else. There is no contingency on you receiving grace from God. There's no contingency that you have to meet or requirement or obligation for you to be in a relationship with Jesus, to have that connection, to um, have that door open. There's nothing that he requires of you that you need to partake in or meet to have that relationship, to receive that grace. Um, we have hope no matter what. Um, if you think that you're too far away from God, if you think that you don't deserve his love or his grace, it's likely that at that time you are probably closest to God, even if it doesn't feel like it. If it feels like he's quiet or he's far away. Um, you know, it happens frequently that when we do kind of think about that, that's when God's trying to work through us and remind us, hey, I'm here. You know, I can help you with this. I can support you. I can provide you with what you need to get through this. Um, you know, three of the big pillars that I kind of laid out for myself and for Faith in Line as a whole, I guess, when I started all this was uh, strength, one, guidance, two, and patience, three. I think if you have those three things in life, then you can pretty much do about anything. Um, as long as you, you know, pray, as long as you have that, have those conversations, have, have that talk with God. Hey God, I need help with this. I need strength to get through this. Um, he will give it to you. He will give you the strength to get through whatever you're getting through. Hey God, I, I don't know exactly where I'm supposed to go. Who, you know, who I'm supposed to talk to, what I'm supposed to say. Guidance, please give me guidance to know that what I'm doing is what you want me to do. And then last but certainly not least, patience. Please help me understand that this is a process, that this takes time, that what I want right now is not what is meant for me. What you want for me is what's meant for me, and it will come on your time. I think that's one of the hardest things to wrestle with is just understanding that, you know, time is finite, but we don't get what we want at the time that we want it. We get what we are meant to get 
at the time that we're meant to get it. And it's hard to accept. Um, it certainly has been for me. And I think it is for everybody. But it's just another good reminder that, again, God has it all figured out. There's a plan for us all. Uh, he already knows where we're going to do um, these certain things that he wants us to do, who we're going to be with while we're doing that, how long it's going to take. He knows everything. Everything's already been planned out. So, again, understand that there's a hope for the future because God has already taken care of it. So understanding that you don't have to do it alone, you're not doing it alone. And by accepting that, I think that comes with a lot of comfort and joy, knowing that, again, God cares enough to have sent his son, his only son, to die for you and your sins so that you may be saved. And I think that that's immensely powerful and something that we certainly do not deserve and cannot earn. And then my final point here is hope is where we can hinge on our thoughts and beliefs. And if you're like me, you overthink a lot. You think a lot about what happened in the past, what's happening now, what's going to happen in the future. And often, I don't really know where to hinge it. I don't know where to put it. I don't know what to put it on. I don't know who to give it to. You know, I feel like I have so many thoughts that I can't even like open up about it to the sense that like, why would anyone want to hear as much as I have to say? What we can do is put our thoughts and beliefs and take them to God. Talk to him about what we're feeling, what we're experiencing, and remind ourselves that it's all going to work out in the end. We have hope to hinge our thoughts and beliefs on. And there are a couple very good quotes Verses, specifically from the Bible that I picked out because I wanted to share them with you, I think they apply to what we're talking about today. Uh, Jeremiah 29.11, which is one of my absolute favorites. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. I think if you're ever in a time of need or sorrow or sadness or anger, whatever negative emotion you might be going through, I think... Jeremiah 29.11 can pretty much sum it up for you. I think those emotions are good to have. You need to be able to experience those emotions not only for your physical health, but also your mental and emotional health as well, and even your spiritual health. Um, it can be hard because we feel like, oh, we always need to be happy. We always need to be grateful. Well, it's really hard to do and honestly impossible to be able to do that. Coming back to Jer Jeremiah 29, 11, though. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. 2 Corinthians 4, 18. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And, you know, this, this verse kind of specifically references heaven, what's going to come for us once we pass on from this world once our um, material, physical bodies die. Uh, where are we headed? We're headed to heaven. We're headed to an eternal life with God, a God who loves us, cares about us, wants to have a relationship with us, wants to be in community with us. We can have a hope, again, knowing that this world that we're in right now matters, and we have a purpose to be here. Everyone that's listening to this podcast has a purpose for being on this earth. But again, it's the reminder, it's the understanding that 
this will pass, and one day we will meet God in heaven. Romans 12, 12. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. And especially that last part, faithful in prayer, goes back to, again, God wants to have that relationship with you. He wants you to pray. He wants you to talk to him. He wants you to bring you all his, all your worries and your thoughts and your fears, everything you're thinking. And while he already knows that, he wants you to come to him and have that conversation with him. And even when it feels like he's not listening, he's always listening. He's always there for you. He's always there with you. He's always going through it with you. A lot of times I feel like when we go through these hard things, we feel like, God's not there. We feel like we're in it alone. We feel like we have to figure it out ourselves because no one's there to help us or protect us. Um, I can promise you that even when it doesn't feel like it, he is there. He's there for you. He's there with you. And he will be there for you when you get through it. Uh, staying in the book of Romans, we go to chapter 15, verse 4. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. And this is going back to kind of what I mentioned earlier, reading the Bible, going through the Bible, learning about all these different miracles that Jesus worked while he was here on earth with us, all of the different parables he taught, all of the teachings that he gave us that we um, should adopt in our daily lives, things that apply even today. You can be told by me, you can be told by your pastor, you can be told by any spiritual leaders that are in your life, any mentors that you have, but I feel like for me at least, until you actually read it yourself and you go to the Bible, you go to God's word, the words from God specifically, it won't hit home, I guess is what I should say, or the way that I want to put it. Knowing that this hope is from God, not just what we tell ourselves to make ourselves feel better about God. Like I said earlier, John 3.16, God sent his one and only son, Jesus, to come die for us and our sins. Even though, like I mentioned earlier, we don't deserve it and we cannot earn it. That amount of love is something worth being a part of. And that hope is something worth hinging your thoughts and beliefs on. It's something worth remembering when you're in a time of sadness or anger or whatever it might be uh, or confusion even confusion at the, at the least i think we get confused sometimes about where our life is headed what we're supposed to do what we're supposed to say um that can really pile up and that can be really detrimental for someone's mental health which is such a difficult thing to deal with these days but like this whole episode was about hope we have hope in the future. We know that it's going to get better. No matter what the circumstances are, no matter what's happening, we have hope. God gives us hope because we are saved by grace through faith. Anyway, uh, I do want to thank you guys again for joining me. Um, I, I really enjoy making these. I really enjoy being able to kind of open up about the things that I'm thinking about, um, the things that I feel like I need to open up about. Um, it's been a great journey, a great process so far. It's only episode two, but I already feel like um, it's been very fun, or at least beneficial for me. Um, I hope you guys are getting something out of it. Uh, thank you for all the support, all of the love. Um, it really means a lot. I certainly do not do this work alone. Um, you guys are right there beside me the whole way, and it means a great deal to be able to say that and to be able to provide something like this for you guys. 
uh, during our busy lives. So thank you again for joining me. Uh, I hope all of you are very well and uh, stay golden.